Hi, this is Vernon Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung, and we're going to talk about Swordsman 2, a 1992 film directed by Ching Sao Tung and uh, produced by Shui Hark. Uh, it stars Jet Li and Bridget Lin. Uh, this is the second film in a three-part series based on The Smiling Proud Wanderer. Jet Li plays Ling Hu Chung, uh, who is uh, trying to escape the martial world with his fellow disciples after their master has disgraced himself uh, and their Mount Hua sect. Uh, but they are pulled back into the martial world when they try to rescue uh, Ling Hu Chung's lover's father, the deposed leader of the Sun Moon cult from the clutches of Dong Feng Bung Bai, played by Bridget Lin. And, you know, it's all sort of bound up in this fight over something called the Sunflower Manual. And it ends in a really, you know, sort of big, spectacular, uh, climactic battle. So I'll I'll go over to you, Lady Chaofeng, because uh, you, I think I think this was might have been your first time seeing it, and I'm curious what your reaction to the film was. This was my first time seeing it, and I enjoyed the movie. I have a little knowledge or background knowledge of the original story, but I I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. And uh, and obviously, you know, I, I like this movie. I've, I've I think I've reviewed it before, but at the very least, I know I've talked about it online. And um, I, I think this is a really great film. Um, but I'm curious, what were there, was there anything in particular that you liked about it? Was there anything that you were surprised or you didn't enjoy as much? Well, I like the fight scenes um, greatly. I like the swordsmanship and the ability of the actors to carry out the the actual choreography that was given in the movie. I thought that was beautiful. I, I thought each actor did a great job in the role that they did for the most part. I kind of didn't buy the Bridget Lynn as a guy at first. She's uh -huh. just too beautiful <laughs> of a woman to believe that, you know, she was a guy transitioning into a woman. So... Yeah, that, I mean, she, 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 I, that there, there is that, and, and I should mention, in um, when this was first put out, it was um, not when it was first put out, but but one of the versions that came here, it was just released as the Legend of the Swordsman, so it wasn't presented as part of a trilogy, and 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 I, I and for for this uh, discussion, I watched the one that we ha that they have on Amazon, but I also rewatched the Legend of the Swordsman version, and um, and and it's funny that that one. Uh, you, it's not really clear that she's a man initially, and I think that really takes away from the story. But um, but yeah, I think I think it's it, it it does require a little bit of a leap of the imagination that part. Um, and I, I I agree with you on the fighting. I think I mean this is Jet Li in his prime. This is like you know Jet Li, you know any any movie in the '90s with Jet Li is gonna have a, an outstanding performance. And and not that he's the only person in this movie that's doing an excellent job with the fight. The, the 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 sort of uh, fight scenes, but um, but it's I just you know it, it it's a really uh, you know it's a really good period of time I think to watch a Jet Li movie from. Yeah, I think the the fight scenes. I couldn't tell when a person was doubled, and for me, that's a good thing. If I can tell that they're they're doubled, then it kind of draws away from me for me anyway, personally, mm -hmm. it takes a little bit off the, the movie, but I think the scenes were really 
good. I like the um, the twisting that they did. The body movements was really all all inspiring. I guess um, just I don't know, just the physicality of the scenes that they did that they did with the. I know they had the wires and everything, but just to be able to pull those moves off while on wires just seemed to be pretty physical for me. Yeah, no, I think I think it's it's a really great blend of sort of the physicality of like a you know like like real performances, but also blended with great editing and great uh, great wire work, and it, so you get like that. It's really stylized, but it's also really powerful and athletic at the same time. And I think that, and it's also very operatic in the way it does. Like yes, it, it it's totally up, that. It, it's overly dramatic. Like there's one scene that's unbelievable, <clears throat> and excuse me, I I have a little cough tonight. Um, where the uh, the former leader of the uh, of the Sun Moon cult, he has this power where he can just absorb people's life energy through his hands, and he grabs a guy's head and he just sucks out all his life, and then he's just holding the essence head, sucking the essence sucking stance. Yes, and he and he and and the and the body is sort of still stumbling around while he's holding the guy's head, and the way that he's standing, like it just is so dramatic. Uh, and 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 it, and it cuts a really nice image, and that's you get a lot of that in this movie, which is one of the things that I love about it. Um, but yeah, so so I I would agree with you on that. It's interesting too, and in the if you see a, a you know again the one that the version they have on Prime is very sort of the the transfer is not very good, and they and they sort of scrunch up the image. Uh, but in the in the cleaner versions, you can actually see the wires of uh in the wire work so it's, it's, it, the, the wires are actually visible is how uh um which is which is bad on the one hand but it also shows you the difference in image quality in the other um, and i never even saw the wires in the second version that you saw sent me the second version was a lot cleaner yeah but i never even noticed yeah and there, there are certain key scenes and i don't know if you can see it on the online version but on the on the dvd there, there's a few moments where the wires are quite visible um but yeah, so and it, it it's uh uh I don't know, but it, but it's a I I thought that the the fight sequences in this were great. I think that um the director uh also uh the director uh Ching So Tung also did a lot of the fight choreography along with some other people. Um and so, you know, it just it's really top-notch uh fight scenes, but also I feel like this is a movie where a lot of the fights also have this dramatic weight to them that makes them a little bit more uh impactful on the viewer um you know especially the final showdown with um uh bridget lynn and 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 everybody basically because she pretty much fights everybody um so and that's because of the i think of the the relationship amongst all the characters and the way that they've built the relationship over the movie so that when the final comp climax comes it's it's very powerful and she you're right she does go up against everybody but just the whole relationship between um bridget lynn's character and jet lee's character and the other characters the it's more than a love triangle in this movie it's like a quadrangle because it starts out yeah so that's a key part of the film is the love triangle and so you have uh Ling Hu Chung, who's kind of like a, he's kind of like a bit of a drunk, a bit of a playboy, and he has his former master's daughter who's in love with him, but he also has a relationship with the daughter of the, um, 
the 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 sort of deposed leader of the the holy moon cult and um or i'm sorry the the sun moon cult and uh i think her name is uh ying ying and and then he develops a relationship with the Dongfeng Bubai character. And so, and I think in, it's sometimes called Invincible Asia or just Asia, depending yes. on the version that you're watching. Invincible Asia and the version I watched. Yeah, Invincible Asia. And I think in, in, in there's another version where it's just called Asia. But it's the Dongfeng Bubai character from uh, Smiling Proud Wanderer, except she, that character kind of be, becomes like a, like a woman over the course of the movie. And, and so, so yeah, so it's a lot physically, it's emotionally too. Yeah. It's, 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 she, 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 because it's interesting if you watch the movie closely, how her character is initially, this is like obviously new for the character. Do you know what I mean? Like falling in love with a man is not something that, that the character has done before. So, um, so it's, it's, it's interesting to sort of watch as the kid, as as that plays out over the course of the movie and how how she changes and be and be and by by the final scene i like when she's uh, and i don't want to give too much away but there's a final scene where she's where she's falling off of a cliff and and she 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 sort of reaches like full transformation at that point i think she's uh you know she's playing the character much more fully as a woman than earlier and so i don't know i think it's an interesting uh you know, thing to watch over the course of the movie. Um, but it also drives so much of the drama. And, and you also have these other characters that there's a, there's a minor character played by Candace Yu, which is, you know, it's a really great appearance by her. If you're a fan of any of the sort of late Shaw brothers movies, but, um, uh, but she plays, uh, she, she, the, uh, the, uh, uh, Dong Feng Bubai's, uh, female lover who sort of, you know, slowly gets pushed aside as, as Dong Feng Bubai becomes a woman. Um, were they married? I'm, I didn't catch the question. Were they married? I don't think so. I, I got th- that sense that they were. I thought she was just his lover, but I could be wrong. I, I could be very wrong about that, so I'm not sure. But I've always assumed that she was just the lover. Um, and uh, but it's 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 possible. But I did they? I don't remember them mentioning anything like that. So, um, so I'm not sure. And. Uh, but but I thought she was a very interesting character. In fact, one of one of the one of the um, one of the annoying things about the uh, so if you ever if you ever uh, get a chance to see this, you should try to see the Swordsman Two version. the The Legend of the Swordsman is is generally a pretty clean version of it. Like it looks good, but they cut out a lot of really key moments. And one of the moments they cut out for no real visible reason that I can tell is uh, the, the Shishi character. And I'm going to give away a big spoiler here, but there's just no way to talk about it without doing it. So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to be spoiled, uh, you know, stop listening. But, but she, she takes, she commits suicide and, and she, she I think when uh, Dong Fang Bubai comes back at the end of the movie, she says like, you've come back to me or something, but very dramatically. And then she's, uh, she, she spits up a bunch of blood and then she dies. And in the in the uh, Legend of the Swordsman version, there's uh, she doesn't spit up any blood and she doesn't say anything. She just drops over and dies. And and it totally changes the mood of the scene. Um, and there's another moment in the movie too where uh, when when Dong Feng Bubai gets stabbed by Jet Li's sword, and that's sort of that that fountain of blood. Mm-hmm. That, they 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 totally cut that out of Legend of the Swordsman. Um, and so there's all these like little minor cuts that really changed the movie in a big way. 
And and it's not even clear, like, you know, they show all this other stuff going on. So it's not like that's, I don't see why that blood is worse than like the guy getting his arm lopped off or somebody being cut right. in half. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and but, I think that uh, that moment when she um, gets stabbed by Jet Li's sword is very important because it leads to the to the way it ends. If that hadn't happened, then... Yeah, and I think that's the most dramatic moment in the movie. Also, the dialogue is different too. So in the in the subtitled versions, it, it you know like uh, he stabs her, and I I think after he stabs her, she she calls him a heartless man. And the the again in these movies, the posturing is very important. The costumes are very important, and so the combination of that line and the way that she's standing and holding her arms out, it just really works. And then she goes into sort of her revenge mode. And I can't remember what she said in the Legend of the Swordsman version, but it's something different. And it has a lot less of an impact than the uh, the subtitled version. And it kind of changes, uh, if I remember, it changes the meaning a little bit too, I think. Um, but yeah, I th- I, 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 this is just one of those movies where like it just has, there's so much drama. And that final battle scene, there's so much drama. Like every every character is sort of feeling something different. And so there's the scene where, because he basically, uh, so so there's a key scene in the movie where Dong Feng Bubai tries to seduce Ling Hu Cho, but does so through Shishi because he uh, because um, she wants uh, Ling Hu Cho to to um, to 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 believe that she's you know a woman that there's no there's no doubt about that and that and to also. To, to, to remember her so she she has uh she she sleep with her pretending and also it's a diversionary tactic too because yeah, then she can get to the others yeah because there's it's a there. very complicated scene because she because so so basically she has she she sleep with ling hu chung who thinks that he's sleeping with dong feng bubai he doesn't know it's dong feng bubai yet but he thinks it's that character and and then, um, and then she goes off to to basically fight with the uh, the former leader of the the Sun Moon cult, and 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 in the process ends up killing all of um, uh, Ling Hu Cho's uh, fellow disciples Other. except for the daughter. And so it's it's a really it's one of the things when you, when it's, it's it's a movie that's worth watching again and again because the more you watch it, the more you realize how tightly woven all of the different elements of the plot are. And how and how well they're sort of placed between the battles and things like that. So, so that 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 lovemaking scene between him and Shishi is going on as Dong Feng Bubai is, you know, sort of slaughtering people. And um, but the but the point I was trying to make was that at the at the climactic battle sequence, he uh, Ling Hu Chung reveals that, that that he's that he that he thinks that he slept with Dong Feng Bubai, and all of the other characters are reacting to that revelation. And so you immediately see um, uh, Ying Ying, like the look, you know, her eyes like light up immediately, and she looks over at him. And then um, uh, the I forget her name. They called her Kiddo in most of the subtitles, but I think it was um, I think her name in the in the movie was uh, or in the books was uh, Yu, you like Yu Ling Shan or something. Um, so she she reacts, and then and then the the master of the uh, Sun Moon cult, you know starts laughing and and basically springs into to combat action so it's it's just a scene that like every character is kind of feeling something interesting and 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 it all plays out over the course of the battle so 
Um, it, it's, a, it's a really great example of, of I think, fighting and as storytelling, if that makes sense. Like, they, they just really tie the story and the fighting together in a, in a, in a really, you know, just tight fashion. And you could tell that each character was passionate about what they were fighting for, that they were putting their all into the fighting in order to get what they needed to get out of the fighting. Like the group wanted to get um, uh, Bridget, Bridget Lynn's character. And then, you know, she in turn wants to get rid of them so that she can continue her reign. But she, you could tell that she didn't want to hurt Jet Li's character at all, that, it pained her that he was all mixed up in this whole situation. Yeah. Well, and also I think you could argue that, that that's ultimately her downfall in the movie is falling in love with him because yes. you know, she, she would have succeeded, I think, uh, you know, but for that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, every character, this is a, and, and, and another interesting thing, just, I mean, I know I've been harping on this, but another thing about the difference between the sort of the legend of the swordsman version and the, uh, and this one is is some of the characterizations end up different. Like the uh, the um, what's his name Ren Wujing, the, the 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 former leader of the Sun Moon cult. In in the in the in the subversion that's not cut, he he has more laughing scenes, I think, or something. So his character he he's he comes off so I don't know what the word is like. He just maniacal, has this, maniacal but it's 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 endearing. He's like a big kid. He. He laughs at everything. Um, and this is a man who's been through some pretty brutal treatment. You know, when they find him, he's, he's, he's hung up on meat hooks and he's a withered old man. I, I mean, they use like a different actor to sort of establish how, how withered and weakened he is, I think. And then, and then when he starts sucking people's life energy, he, he transforms into, you know, a more potent uh, version. Uh, but, but yeah, he's, he's maniacal, but something about him is very endearing. Um, He's, he's just, uh, he, 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 there's like, I mean, and there's a ruthlessness to his character that in the end of the movie is frightening, but, there. um, but, but I don't know. I found that I, I really like that character. Um, and you know, again, a lot of the characters are like that. There, you know, there, I don't think there's a character in this movie that I don't like. Um, you know, the, the only characters that are even, I think a little bit weak are the, are the fellow disciples of, of their sect the um the fellow swordsman who uh he has to avenge uh, but there's so many of them you really couldn't have them popping out i think so um, yeah you really can't get a story or a handle on them and plus they seem to be um a lot younger than he was yeah well and also yeah and i, and I think um you know the heavy lifting for for making that scene impactful is done by some of the other characters that are more established that perish in that fight so um or at least one particular character in particular um but uh but yeah i don't know i think um uh you know the 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 fellow disciples are pretty interchangeable as characters they're just kind of a group um but i don't think that's they were necessary. funny yeah, no, they, they, no, they were, they were very funny. They had some great lines, but you don't like. I don't think did they, they weren't standouts. Did any of them even have names? Like, did they ever? Did they name any of them by 
I don't remember hearing any names specifically for any of those members. They were just his brothers. Mm. He just called them brother the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were funny. They, they, they had, they had some funny lines and, um, you know, there is, there's a bit of humor sprinkled through the movie, but, um, but and yeah. perfectly placed too. It's not just humor to be humorous. I think it, the humor was perfect in this movie to lighten it up so that it wasn't so dark. Yeah, I would agree. It also helped to shed light on the characters. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of humor with um uh the uh with the kiddo character uh yes. Yuling Shang. Those favorite. Yeah, and she's trying to, and she's kind of like they all kind of see her as like one of the guys in the movie, and so she's trying to make herself up, and she's looking at a, a picture of a of a beautiful woman and like trying to do her hair up into the double bun. And, and uses uh, makeup, and then the makeup kind of gets confused with cooking yeah. ingredients, and then it's just hysterical. And then, yeah, there's like a lot of classic slapstick, but it's all kind of done, to, it, it kind of illustrates where her character is at and what she's trying to do. Um, and so, you know, I thought, you know, so so I think you're right. I think the, the humor is sort of in service to the movie. Um and and yeah, so I mean, and again, it's you know, I thought I thought uh, you know all the characters were 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 interesting and and felt uh, you know you sort of cared about them. There's there's one I don't want to, I mean, I'm trying not to spoil too much. But there's one particular death in the movie that I think is very uh, very important, but but very effective because of the character that dies. Um, and that, and that wouldn't have that effect if you didn't care about the character. So. Um, but yeah, so 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 I don't know. I thought uh, was there uh, any anything else about the humor that uh, that you? Uh, I know that we talked about the makeup example. Was there another? I'm trying to remember if there was another uh, sort of extended joke sequence in the movie. Um, that was my that was the one that stood out because it, it happened over a couple of scenes. It didn't just stop at the original scene at the end it kind of continued later yeah it pays dividends oh you know what right. i know which scene i was thinking there's a scene where he and um michelle reese the yuling shan character are uh are, are just being introduced and and there's like there's like a banter between them and there's like a lot of like little you know like there's like little you know humorous bits thrown in like i think he um he saves his wine gourd when they're dangling uh -huh. off a cliff rather than saves her and she asks him why she saved his wine gourd and not her. And he said, well, you know lightness kung fu and my wine gourd doesn't. You know, like little little lines like that I thought were pretty funny. Um, and, the, and the horse dies and they're burying the horse. And they they don't have incense to light, so they um, light the grass. But then they were like, let's light drier grass. And you know what happens when you light drier grass? It goes up. <laughs> yeah, there's a big faster. burst of fire and, and all that. So, yeah, it was... I, I thought that was uh, that was good, but also the the villain in this movie, uh, Dong Feng Bubai, I think is a really excellent villain because she can uh, she can sort of scare. Like it's very difficult, I think, to make sympathetic villains and still have them be scary. Do you know what I mean? Like that's usually the sympathetic aspect of it sort of reduces the the stature of the villain somehow the more understandable you make them. And this is a case where I feel like she could, she could easily go in either direction. She could be this terrifying villain or, you know, sort of a character who you want to succeed and who you, 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 you're interested in and almost want to be one of the heroes. Um, 
and I agree with that. And I think it's because, well, for me, it was the transformation that she made from a he to a she was not just the physical part, but also her thinking became more feminine and her emotions became more feminine. So as the movie went on, some of her rough edges were kind of uh, rubbed away and she became less, for me, less scary until she started fighting again. Um, she became more human through her scenes with um, Jet Li's character. So for me, the little playful scene that they had in the lake where he interrupts her practice and, and all that, I love that scene. That's a, and she doesn't talk during that scene either. That's like, it's all, that's why I think she's such a great actress because she like, it's, it's, she conveys a lot with just like a smile. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Through her um, facial expressions and her body movements, she's able to say a lot more than what she would have said with words. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you. And so that's why I thought that um, she became more human as the movie went on, as she became feminine. Not to say that men, male villains are, you know, monstrous or anything, but she, I, I think the transformation just softened her a little bit that made her more likable, and you kind of want to see her succeed until you know she gets her needles out and yeah. well it's interesting because you get lulled into a sense of false security with her because she's yeah. almost gentle with ling hu chung and yes. there's like a tenderness to her and you're and you're sort of like oh like you know you, you, how dangerous can she be and then she you know gestures with her hands and somebody's blood flies out of their body is these like the 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 staggering level of power that she possesses as a martial character sort of contrasted with those tender moments is I think what makes the sympathetic angle work because she's so capable of just destroying people in a blink. And, um, without any movement because the one scene where she is doing the embroidery with the needles, but yet someone is getting hurt at the same time because she's maneuvering her other hidden needles with the needles that she's sewing with and being able to con using her inner life force to control her needles and the thread makes her scary. Well, and that's a particularly horrific weapon. There's, there's one scene where she gets a guy right through the Achilles tendon, I think. Yeah. It's, it's painful to look at. Um, and, uh, and, and, and it's, and it's very visible in the clearer versions of the movie. It's very visible. Um, and then there's the scene, like, you know, in the end where she just, I don't know what the word is for it, but she just sews a guy up with the, with the needles. And it's, it's, you know, just a horror, you know, it's, it's almost out of a horror movie. Um, I mean, I think that's, I think that's what, what it, there's, there's an element of body horror to this movie, I think, um, with a lot of the, the techniques, you know, they don't just, the techniques aren't just, um, deadly they they disfigure people do you know what i mean they may they, dismember yeah it's like you, they sort of remind you that humans are made out of the same thing as cows and other animals and it's it's dis it's it's a little bit disconcerting whenever you see some of the really powerful kung fu techniques used in this film um 
and so I so I think it kind of does get into that body horror uh, realm of things, uh, you know, at least in those moments. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that's the other thing that's cool about this movie. There's there's a lot of great sword play. There's a lot of great physical combat performances. There's all kinds of different weapons in play as well. Some people have whips. Some people have needles. Some people have swords. But there's also a lot of place for internal energy style kung fu which is a, a, a you know a lot of bridget lynn's whole repertoire is more with the in- internal energy stuff and and that's that's more about sort of again the that's that i think i feel like the operatic stuff it, it make it is is tethered to the the internal energy techniques a lot of the time in this movie um, right she's so graceful that becomes scary do you understand yeah yeah no exactly exactly that's she's like almost like a ballerina kind of in the one scene the way she's floating and her arms she just whips them certain ways and then things are blowing up around her and birds are dying and it's just like wow that's so beautiful but man that's so deadly yeah it's a it's a very interesting contrast i think you're right it's like there is like a dance quality to a lot of this and i think that's why Again, you know, we keep coming back to it, but it's important, like costumes and 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 grace of movement and posture and and all this stuff is just as important in these kind of movies as dialogue. And so, um, you know, the, you know, she she just does an outstanding job, uh, you know, presenting that kind of power to the viewer. Um, and and yeah, so so I I think that the. Uh, uh, you know, it's I don't know. There's just the uh, something about the the ability to to have a character that, that that's that I don't know that sympathetic, but also that that frightening at the same time is 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 unique. I don't. There's only a few movies where 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 I find that to be the case, and I think it's for you know, like you said, like the grace of movement and uh, you know you know all these other reasons. Um, but yeah. So and and also I think uh, you know. For the most part, this is a movie that can be, you know, it's the, it's the second part of a trilogy, but it's uh, uh, it's one that you can sort of view independent of the other ones without, you know, it, it's 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 such a beloved installment that um, you know you can you really can view it on its own. I think and that's where I have to disagree with you. Okay, go okay. ahead, go ahead. Because I kind of um, and I might be because I have background knowledge of the whole entire story. Mm-hmm. Um, being that I've read fan fiction based on the story and I've read some of the original source material. Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt like I was walking into something and I didn't have all the details. Okay. I read a summary of the of the whole story and, you know, so I got some background knowledge on it. But to me, it felt like I was walking in on something like, finding out the reason why um, Jet Li's character and his disciples were going to live a quiet life. I, it never, it, you know, I needed to know why they, that was going on. And Yeah, some- and there's only like one line that even hints at the cause too. So you are kind of left uh, not knowing what happened. And so for me, I was kind of feeling like I was walking into it. But if you don't know the background of the story and uh, what's supposed to go on, then you might not feel as if 
you're walking in on part of it. Like if I hadn't known anything else, it's a good standalone movie. If I, obviously you'd know there was a one because there was a two in the yeah. title. Yeah. Though I, though I should say a, a lot of like it was billed here as the legend of the swordsman in certain versions. So I think a lot of people don't even know. I think some people might've just seen this one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair what you're saying. Um, I I don't know. I feel like I think when I first saw it, I saw this one first. So I think I was in the same boat as you. Um, but I felt like I just kind of picked up the pieces and it wasn't I didn't feel terribly confused. But then when I went back and I learned more about the source material and like I, I there's a couple of um, uh, drama series versions that I've seen as well. Um, I haven't I haven't read the Smiling Proud Wanderer, but uh, but I you know I've gone back and looked at some of the stuff, and uh, I uh, I thought that um, I don't know I thought if it, it seems so different to me this this one that like the the way that they make the Dong the Dong Feng Bu Bai character so much more important that uh, yeah in the I, original source material there's only there's reference to the character throughout the beginning of it, but there's only one ch- chapter really devoted to that to that character. So in this movie, um, that character does get a lot of attention. Yeah, and so so the the role for that character is much bigger. So I I felt like it 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 almost become it, like it becomes a different story. In this installment of the movie, it seems like because and and by the third one, it really gets wacky. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I think I think um, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people should watch the first one and then see this one and then see the third one. I, it certainly doesn't hurt. I mean, they're all fine movies. Um, and the third one, I think the third one is really good. I like the the third one has some very interesting things going on in it that are very surprising and very over the top and. It, it doesn't really, con- it, you know, it, it focuses almost exclusively on the Bridget Lynn character. Um, but by that point, she's kind of stolen the show, I suppose, anyways. Yeah. Um, and the first one gets into a lot, like, the I will say that the background stuff does help give more weight to some of the stuff that's going on. Like, I guess, you know, you are a little bit confused if you've only, if you've only seen this one and when, uh, when Ling Hu Chung... Uh, meets up with um, with uh, with Ying Ying again, and it's like, and they're having like they're basically having a reunion. Uh, you're not, you know, you're not really in on why they're having a reunion because you know you don't know the backstory. But if you see the first one, you understand sort of the the history of those characters more. Um, and and one one interesting point, uh, the the there are a couple of actors from that make it over from the first one into the second one, and uh, I think. The only one who I think plays the same character, though, is um, is the woman who plays Blue Phoenix. If if I, I mean, there might be another actor who got this, the same character, but I'm pretty sure she's the only one. Um, and I think that's important for for uh, because that that's number one. She's an important character, but it also just gives a lot more weight to some of the stuff going on uh, during the movie. She was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I liked her. She she's awesome. Like she's got all the snakes, and 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 that's one thing in the first one that's really cool. Is she really get like you get to see some of that in this one? But I feel like in the first one you get a better sense of of why that's so formidable. Um, and uh, 
And also you get a better sense of light. You know how there's that scene with her and Ying Ying on the roof and Ying Ying's yes. kind of reprimanded her? There's a backstory to why that's kind of going on that, you know, in, in the, 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 you know, her character does some things in the first movie. Uh, her character is also a little more colorful in the first movie. You get a little, she's, you know, they, they sort of establish some of her eccentricities a little more in that one. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, 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 maybe it should be viewed in the context of the trilogy. And I'm just repeating bad, uh, you know, sort of bad advice. Um, but, uh, but I don't know. I think, I think the movie stands on its own though. I think it's, um, in terms of quality, do you know what I mean? I think it's like a, like, like out of the three, like, I think they're all fine. They're all great. Uh, but this one really stands out. Um, and so, but I don't know, maybe, maybe that's because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the one that everybody talks about and everybody's more familiar with. And so it just kind of, you know, when you watch it, you tend to notice more. I don't know. But also I think the guy that plays Ling Hu Chung in the first one doesn't quite work as well as Jet Li. And, um, there's some other things in the first one that I think, uh, and I was, I like Jet Li and I like his action, but I'm kind of not impressed with him as that character because from the other things that I've read that have described that character, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of guess I got a different picture in my head of who he should look like okay. or what he should look like. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was thinking more in terms of um, age. The guy in the first movie just seemed a little older, um, oh. and it didn't quite work as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 what I like about the Jet Li version in this one is mainly the fact that it's Jet Li and you get the physical performance. Um, and so, you know, it's, uh, there, there, you know, there might have been a, you know, a better suited actor in terms of you know, like, like who, what sort of actor were you imagining in that role? I don't know. I think I was imagining someone taller with a little bit more of a muscular build because Jet Li to me doesn't seem to be necessarily in the looks department anyway as a, a womanizer. Okay. Okay. And you know, he's just, I mean, he's attractive. He's just not the kind of guy I would associate as being a womanizer. Well, I tend to think of him as a little bit more of a straight laced person in general. So I think yes. that that sort of, um, you know, you, you, so, so I can sort of see that. Um, uh, I'm going to put him and Donnie Yen kind of in the same category with the straight laced, serious kind of well, actor, more of, you know, they do get the job done. And I don't know. It's just, He's not what I pictured as a, as a womanizing drunk, I guess. Okay. No, I mean, that's fine. That's fair. Um, I mean, I, I thought he, you know, he was fine in the role, but, but I can sort of see, I can see what you're saying. And I, no, I, I thought he was fine in the role and he's a good actor also. And his physicality when it comes to performing the, um, the choreography is awesome. It's just, that's not who I probably would have pictured or put in that role looks wise, mm. but it's all about. It's not always all about the looks, but, you know, the other movies I've seen him in, this was kind of different role for him, not used to that. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, you are supposed to believe that, like, he's, like, he's got three women that are in love with him in this movie. And, and uh, you know, he, he does kind of, you know, Je I mean, Jet Li isn't 
I, I get I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. He doesn't have that vibe about him for whatever right. reason. Um, and there are actors, you know, like, I don't know, like maybe more of like a Stephen Chow or something. Like just somebody who's like a little bit more, just seems like more of a natural lady, ladies man for mm-hmm. some reason. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think, uh, you know, it's, it's fair. Um, but, but in terms of, again, the reason why I, w- you know, like him in this movie is the physical performance in the fight sequences. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't, uh, we're going on, uh, 40 minutes now. So, uh, do you have any additional thoughts on the movie? No, I think it's a great film. I would like to go back and watch one and, uh, three just to put it together. We, you know what we can do if, if you, so I should say to listeners that one can sometimes be tricky to get your hands on three. I don't, think is too difficult these days if 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 it if it if it so happens that you're able to watch it maybe we could do like a swordsman trilogy discussion at some point um because it might be it might be interesting to see what your thoughts are after seeing the the first and the third one um especially since you probably have a lot of curiosity i would imagine about the backstory in the first film um i definitely want to check out at least the first one to get a better handle on what the whole backstory is of each of the characters. I think, I think for the blue Phoenix character in particular, I think you'll, you'll at least enjoy that, that part of it. Um, it's all, it's, it's, it's mainly different actors. I think the guy who, what's, what's the character's name? The guy who disfigures his face, um, who we didn't even get into. I had a whole thing I wanted to talk about with him. Um, what was it? His name was Zen. Yeah. He, uh, I, I think he plays the eunuch in the first movie. Um, there's like an evil eunuch in the in the first film, and I'm pretty sure he's the one who plays him. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's him. And uh, so there's a couple of actors like that that play different roles, and I think that guy's even in the third one too. Now that I'm thinking about it, but um, but yeah, and the third one's the third one, the third one is just it's it's so un i don't know i i really like the third one it it goes in a totally different direction i feel than than swordsman 2 but it's it's a very interesting movie um and i won't i won't spoil any of it for you in case you watch it but uh it's uh it's definitely it's definitely worth checking out um but but yeah so so i don't know i i would just say this is a I mean, I don't know. I guess I'd have to amend my original recommendation, which I was going to say just, you know, go ahead and watch this one without even bothering to watch the other two. But but maybe if you can, you know, uh, catch the others or or at least uh, read up on some of the background material and then watch this one. But but this is a a real classic movie that has all kinds of interesting uh, characters and themes to it. We didn't even really get into the themes, but I guess that's okay. Um and uh and it's uh i don't know i I think it's one of the best wuxia movies that's ever been made um so so i definitely recommend it um i recommend it too it was a good view and uh all right so so we'll we'll let you go there and uh we'll um we'll be back on we'll we'll pick another movie and talk about that and then we'll uh uh i don't know maybe we'll we'll hopefully get a, a trilogy discussion Until then, we'll talk to you later.